I was expecting you. Today, tomorrow, yesterday. It was only a matter of time. Welcome to John Adams High, where you are gonna die, that's right. Hey, little bro, life's tough, get a helmet. They just shot the neighbor! The banger! Well, Sean, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but you're kind of a babe. The Secret of Life by Plays with Squirrels. Underpants. Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! I love the Feeney call. Hello, everyone. Oh, welcome to the Feeney Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were really going to do it. Uh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's the Feeney Podcast. Oh, we are live from Disney. About to get sued by by ABC. <laughs> if South Park can do it, we can do it. <laughs> yeah, Family Guy, they all get away with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, plus, that's that's just a funny voice. It's not anyone in particular. We just happen to be at Disney World for this week's episode of the Feeny Podcast. I'm Josh. With me is Jacqueline, and we are in the happiest place on earth. Yes, Feeny fans, I have really been looking forward to this one. The nostalgia, the scenery, all of the childhood memories of watching this on TGIF. I've very much been looking forward to it. And now it's finally here. Disney World. Oh, boy. Yeah, I feel like it was a real oversight for us not to take this podcast on location to actual Disney World to uh, record. I feel like we should have just gone there. This was a huge mistake. Next time they do an on-location episode, we need to make our plans a little bit better. Yeah, I 100% agree. The gang, or at least a couple members of the gang, go to Disney World. This is a great episode. We briefly mentioned it during our interview with Jason Marsden because this is technically a crossover episode between Boy Meets World and Step by Step, the show in which he was starring on when he got to go to Disney World. Yes. Let's kick off our episode, give a little backstory, and then I want to dig into all of the good Disney World, TGIF, ABC info that we have because like i said very excited but before we do that actually josh have you ever been to disney world you know what i had the same question for you i have been to disney world in orlando florida one time in my life that was for my brother's bar mitzvah in the year 2003 so i was 16 years old or so at the time and we had a whole big vacation We went to all the different parks. We stayed at the Polynesian, one of the Disney resorts that are there where you can take the tram around to all of the other parks. I remember it being a pretty good time. Hmm. I have not been to Disney World. I haven't been to any of those theme parks, those big ones down there. That's too bad. There's a good Universal Studios down there as well. I have also been to Disneyland a couple of times out here in California And the Universal Studios out here as well. The Star Wars world is open at the new Disneyland uh, that we went to go see, which was really cool. So a lot of good things going on. I would recommend uh, getting out there one day. But have you been to Dollywood, Dolly Parton's theme park in Tennessee? 
Not sure how that's relevant, but no, I have not. I just wanted to win one mm, and be mm-hmm. somewhere that you hadn't been, so I had to bring it up. But yes, we will move on. I loved watching these Disney episodes when I was a kid. Something about them. They always were just like silly and goofy, but they were always fun and just kind of different and made me want to go to Disney. Um, so let's dive into the penultimate episode of season three of Boy Meets World entitled The Happiest Show on Earth. Yeah, the happiest place on earth is Disney. That is the common phrase for where that is. So happiest show because we're on a television show. Yeah, it's a show. Cool. All right, great. Yeah, they didn't they didn't uh, think too hard on that one. But we are season three, episode 21, aired May 10th, 1996, directed by Jeff McCracken. Imagine this. It's Friday night. School's going to be out in a month. Sunset getting later. It's TGIF. And you're about to watch Corey and Topanga at Disney World. Just feel the nostalgia. Fill up your mind. Disney Plus synopsis, Corey realizes that breaking up with Topanga was a mistake. My synopsis, Mm -hmm. Topanga wins a week-long trip to Disney World, and ABC makes every 90s kid desperately want to take a trip to Disney World by showing Corey pursue Topanga in the park while he should be at school. Very good. So ABC owned by Disney, which is why this cross-promotion makes sense for all of their TV shows. In my memory, the Full House one, which I just looked up, is a two-episode kind of run that they do at Disney. And that, for me, is definitely the most memorable ABC sitcom in Disney. So I don't remember the Full House Disney episode. And to be honest, I wasn't really that into Full House. So... It makes sense that I don't remember that one as well. That one came out in 1993. Mm -hmm. Family Matters also did a two-parter episode in 1995. Okay. Step by Step did a two-part episode in 1996. And part two of that two-parter aired on the same day as this episode. And that's why we're going to get a little bit of Boy Meets World step-by-step crossover. Emphasis on a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch also did a Disney World episode in 1998. And ABC shows are still doing this, right? Like TGIF is done, but of course, Disney still owns ABC. And Modern Family, Blackish, The Goldbergs, they've all done Disney episodes oh, wow. recently. That's interesting. I didn't put all of that together. I remembered it obviously from the 90s, but that is fascinating and yeah definitely makes sense why not promote the mouse when you can oh my gosh i mean the whole thing is a thinly veiled commercial for disney world the entire episode and i actually re-watched the step-by-step disney two-parter episode before we recorded this just so that i could sort of have that one fresh in my mind jason marsden doing a great job in there and I had recently watched the Family Matters episode because Family Matters is like on Saturday morning sometimes and I was eating breakfast and it was on <laughs> and I it, this was probably like a few months ago. So that one's sort of fresh in my mind too. And literally like the premise is always that someone has won a free trip 
to Disney World <laughs> and they're going there and it's like the whole plot of the episode is just so that they can show you as much of Disney as possible in the show and make you want to go there. It's ridiculous and it's entertaining. Yeah, it works for me. It works for the audience. And who knows, maybe Disney sees a spike in visits three months after one of these episode airs. There's also a funny moment in Modern Family in the Disney World episode where they have Lily is in like a running away phase. So they have her on a leash and Cam is like on the phone with, I can't remember his husband's name, but he's like, she's on the leash. I'm getting dirty looks. I haven't been looked at this way since I forgot the dis- the reusable grocery bags at Whole Foods <laughs> and like everyone's staring at him and judging him because his child is on a leash. That's that's pretty funny. Do you remember when we were at Raven Stadium for that behind the scenes tour and there was some kid on a leash and we were, we're like kind of making fun of him because it's like, where are you going to go? You're in the middle of a huge football stadium. Like you can see him no matter where he goes. And then three seconds later, he was halfway up the bleachers. Yeah, dude, they took him off the leash. And it was like it was like a greyhound being released. He just sprinted away. Oh, man, that was hilarious. <laughs> Um, so at any rate, this, um, this, I don't know why Boy Meets World didn't get the two part episode and step by step did, but this is, um, actually plot wise, a pretty important episode and it is chock full of recognizable nineties guest stars. Yeah, for sure. Real quick. Um, what, what is the premise for step by step going to Disney World? Uh, Their grandmother shows up and announces that she is going to take the whole family on a week-long trip to Disney, and the parents are annoyed because it's their anniversary and they had already had a romantic weekend away planned, but of course they couldn't say no to Disney, so they go there and then like JT has invited his friend, so they're getting their time crashed even more, and then there's a bunch of subplots each like member of the family has their own disney quest that they're like working on while they're there gotcha so that's at least a little plausible grandma's gonna do like a surprise trip to disney the premise here for boy meets world is a little thinner than that not only is it thin this would be such a huge deal in school and it's such a throwaway thing yeah before we get to the contest, which Topanga is going to win here, which is going to be the impetus for her going to Disney, we start off in Chubby's and Corey's on a date and kind of counterintuitive to the Corey that we've known over the past few weeks, neurotic, not really able to ask girls out, kind of weird on dates and being awkward. Apparently, Corey has been dating a lot of girls and he finally squeezed this girl Kristen in. Absolutely ridiculous. We open up in Chubby's. It has somehow transformed into a dance club with a cover charge that mm-hmm. is playing 60s doo-wop music. Really, nothing about this is really tracking. We know that Corey and Topanga have been broken up since early in the season. That was one of the first episodes of this season was them breaking up. Yep. And we also know that Corey has been super jealous of Topanga when she tried to date other guys. Yep. He's been kind of trying to get back with her all along. He still hangs out with her all the time. And now, out of nowhere, Corey is suddenly a ladies' man with an insatiable reputation around school for dating all the girls. And he's got all these smooth lines that he's using on this girl, Kristen. I I don't even know what is going on here. 
I guess continuity really just didn't mean as much back in the mid 90s as it does now, I feel like, because this really, this is like a very Sean move for Corey to kind of be dating around and it just comes out of nowhere, like you said. But Corey, Kristen, they kiss. And right after the kiss, he calls her Topanga. Ooh, such a blunder. She goes, oh, that was a nice kiss, Corey. And he goes, it sure was, Topanga. And she's obviously very offended. The actress playing Kristen has been on two previous episodes of Boy Mm -hmm. Meets World as different characters. If you recall, she was in that On the Air episode. She was the girl who got a date on their radio show which inspired Corey and Sean to create their edgy news radio show that eventually got shut down by Feeney. But she's playing a different character now, and she is very into Corey, at least until this Topanga gaff. Yeah, exactly right. We leave them kind of on unknown terms at this point. She is pretty upset by this, but we're not really sure what's going to happen until a little later on. So... The next scene, we see Corey's bright blue bowling shirt. The bowling shirts are back. It must be springtime. Oh, yeah. The bowling shirt is going to be Corey's signature look for a little while. But this whole incident with Kristen has really made up Corey's mind. He has concluded that no matter how many girls he goes out with, he will always want to be with Topanga. And now it's time to go get her back. He's telling all this to, to Sean it is worth noting that Corey and Sean are both looking especially pale. I don't know if it's just hmm. the color of that bowling shirt, but they are both so white. But don't worry, they'll have a nice tan by the end of the episode. <laughs> um, but this is where we get our big setup. We're in Turner's classroom. And apparently at the beginning of the year, Turner at his class write essays for the Environmental Essay Awards. That's what it's called. And the prize was a week-long trip to Walt Disney World. Would it? Th- I mean, that's an insanely huge prize, and this would be a really big deal in school. The 90s were a simpler time, my friend, where you could just send three students to Disney for a week with maybe their families. We don't see anyone's families in any of these episodes. So. We don't even see a chaperone. Turner's not going with them. Yeah, it's I mean, just the anticipation (laughs) of this announcement, if you knew that like you were entering an essay contest and you could potentially win a prize of going to Disney World and they were going to announce the winners like this would be such a big deal. And also you would assume this would be some sort of national or at least regional competition. But three kids from Turner's English class win this award. He's an excellent teacher. Uh, (laughs) He got. Topanga obviously wins. We knew that was going to happen. She's the smartest kid in school. Minkus, who maybe is there in school, maybe not. He's not going to qualify for this. Uh, But Kristen does. What a coincidence. We just meet her in the previous scene who went on a date with Corey. And the maybe least likely candidate to win here is Ronnie Lips Waterman. (laughs) Ronnie, a dreamy ladies man who we are meeting for the first time, but is apparently a very compelling writer. The three of them (laughs) are off to Disney World, apparently like the very next day based on like what's going on in the hallways and stuff. And as this is being announced, Corey is immediately upset that Topanga is going to be going away on this trip with Ronnie because apparently he has a reputation for kissing every girl in school. 
And this is just when Corey has decided that he wants to panga back. And now she's going on a trip with this smooth talker, Ronnie. Yeah. Ronnie, my man, is played by none other than Andrew Keegan, who you will recognize from lots of 90s things. He is a heartthrob to the max. Most of you will know him as Joey from 10 Things I Hate About You. Ironically enough, Jamie and I just watched Independence Day two nights ago, and he has a one-scene role in that where he plays the kind of Randy Quaid crazy guy's daughter's boyfriend for like a scene in that, but just kind of a funny coincidence that he popped up here as well. You don't want to die a virgin, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Andrew Keegan, a 90s favorite. Mm -hmm. Definitely you will know him as Joey from 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, come on, get up, you little punk. Oh! Oh! Shit, Bianca, I'm shooting a nose spray ad tomorrow. But before that, he was in lots of TV shows in the 90s and 2000s, a long run on Seventh Mm -hmm. Heaven, and he now is a spiritual leader in a Venice Beach cult called Full (laughs) Circle. I think he probably would refer to it as a religious or spiritual organization, but I'm going to go ahead and call it a cult. I got to go check that out. Oh, yeah. Just Google Andrew Keegan cult and you will find... (laughs) <laughs> every <laughs> E! News, The Cut, everyone has done an article about him and this cult and the crystals and the kombucha and the co-opted Hinduist beliefs that they espouse. It's great stuff. I, I buy it. Uh, apparently, he's getting back into acting now. He's got a couple of like 2020 and 2022 acting credits. So I think he's he's getting back into that a little bit. But anyway, back at John Adams High, Corey is spiraling. He's thinking about Topanga away on this trip with Ronnie. And he has a dream of the two of them on the Dumbo ride making out. And he wakes up from this nightmare and he confides in Eric. And Eric tells him, you got to go to Florida and win Topanga back. It's some very simplistic advice but that's uh eric just says i have spoken and he goes back to sleep so eric is uh is feeling pretty good about that advice for someone who's been going on a lot of dates with lots of girls and wasn't sure about how he felt about topanga the four foot by seven foot poster of topanga's headshot up above Corey's wall would beg to differ yeah, it was, that was pretty funny. Corey's like, I got to tell you something. And Eric's like, uh, you decided you want to get back with Topanga? And he's like, how did you know? And then Eric turns the light on and there's a poster size of Topanga's school photo hanging above Corey's bed. It's pretty funny. Uh, but yes, it is no surprise. Like, I, I mean, like I just said, he's literally been trying. He, you know, He's asking her to the sock hop in the Teenage Spy episode. Like they are studying together last episode or when the finals were happening so like they're still hanging out all the time so it shouldn't really be a shocker that he's trying to get back together with her but um he's just not sure that topanga feels the same way but eric is telling him you got to just go to disney and get your girl back yeah so that's what Corey's gonna do he is on board and the next day in school eric's already one step ahead of Corey because he pulls out a life-size dummy of Corey from his big old duffel bag. Complete with Corey's clothes and a curly wig. We have no idea why Eric has agreed to do this, like to cover for Corey as he somehow flies to Florida. 
But Eric is all in. He's got this dummy ready to go, and he's sure that he's uh, got everything covered. And this, of course, is going to set up a few funny gags for us throughout the episode. Uh, So that's covered. But now Sean has taken care of the other big obstacle, which is how are they getting to Florida? And he's got tickets from one of his shady family members. So, okay, we've got the alibi, we've got the transportation, but now Corey's like, listen, maybe if I just go talk to Topanga and tell her how I feel before she leaves, and I don't even need to go to Florida, she can just go on her trip, we can pick things up when she gets back. So he goes and talks to Topanga, and this is going to be his plan A. Yeah, this actually goes, I was not expecting him to like fully be able to get out all of his feelings here. He like actually lays it all out in this scene and says... I want to get back together with you. I have been thinking about you. I'm a changed person. And I like, you know, I I want to be with you. And Topanga's not buying it. She says the new Corey is going on all of these dates and how can he be trusted? And so this new reputation he's whipped up in the last five minutes or so is coming back to hurt him. Well, the the conversation seems to be going well at first. She's open to the idea and she does make the objection about him like suddenly going on all these dates, but he explains that and he's like, I was with all those girls because I was lonely, but I have realized that you're the only one I want to be with and dating them has just made me realize that. So it sort of seems to be going well. Topanga's like, well, that's really sweet, Corey. And she's she's listening and she's hearing him out. They get interrupted by Turner. And then everything just heads south. Kristen shows up to say goodbye to Corey. She says she forgives him for the slip up the other night. And she really wants to make things work. And she kisses him. And Corey is just standing there saying literally nothing. And he just lets this whole thing happen where she's just talking and kissing him. And then Topanga is witnessing the whole thing. Yeah, this is going to happen a few times throughout the episode. And I think it's a little lazy in I'm frankly kind of bored with the, the like whole things are going well but all of a sudden the one person that we haven't seen the entire show is randomly going to like be there right in the hallway to like ruin the scene well that's the theme of literally the entire episode yeah. so you're gonna just need to let that go <laughs> yes i will let it go but i needed to mention it off the top the first time it happened here i think it's lazy lazy sure but that's the trope they're going with. And honestly, Turner just keeps interrupting people and messing up. <laughs> you know, things were going well. Turner interrupts. Later, Feeney is about to catch Eric red-handed. Turner interrupts. So that's his <laughs> gambit this episode. He gets like two lines. So Topanga has now just witnessed Kristen kissing him on the lips. And she calls him a playboy. And she storms off. And there's Ronnie right there to help Topanga with her suitcase. And off they go to Florida. So that didn't go as planned. And now Corey is en route to follow Topanga. Yeah, let's head to Disney. Let's go. Let's go, finally. So the Living Seas exhibit is where we're going to find Topanga and the other contest winners, assuming this is a group of students from across the somewhere, state, city, county, country, who knows, but group of unsupervised teenagers are with none other than Heidi from Home Improvement, who is showing off the dolphins. Yes, we get some nice B-roll footage of Disney World. 
Then we're at Epcot, and then we're inside the Living Seas exhibit. The students all have lanyards on that just say Environmental Essay Award. <laughs> um, so <laughs> now that we're seeing the dolphins, it's like, okay, so this makes sense. It was in a paper on environmentalism. We're going right. to be learning about dolphins for the week. And yeah, I guess Heidi from Home Improvement is going to teach them. You know, she's in a wetsuit, so that tracks for like her her um yep. reputation as being like the hot assistant her name is debbie dunning obviously most known for playing tool time star heidi on home improvement and this is right in the middle of home improvement's heyday it was just one of the highest rated shows on television at this time so pretty good guest star for boy meets world and she is gonna take all these kids and once again we don't really see any chaperones I'd be pretty upset if, uh, you know, I, I wonder if the people that didn't get to go to Disney are upset about the people in the cast that do get to go. Could be. I'm sure it created some jealousy for sure. Eric doesn't get to go to Disney. Morgan doesn't get to go to Disney. So yeah. it's sad for them. But one thing I couldn't really figure out was like, so on the Sabrina the Teenage Witch episode, Disney episode, I was reading how. They uh, that episode was at all at Wild Kingdom because Wild Kingdom was like just opening to the public mm -hmm. when that episode aired. So the whole thing was like a very targeted advertisement for this new part of the park. So I was kind of trying to find out if there was anything going on with the Living Seas exhibit at this time that would make them want to highlight it in this way. I couldn't really find anything. But um, maybe they just had to pick a specific area of the park to focus on. And Step by Step was already doing a bunch of the other locations. So Boy Meets World was relegated to this, this spot in Epcot. I did appreciate, you mentioned this, but I did appreciate that they won an environmental contest. And then they ended up like doing some stuff with animals and things like that. So there's at least, obviously that's what they just created the topic of the essay to be about so that they could get them to this area. But I still, there's a little continuity there. At least they attempted to to tie together. Yeah. So Topanga and Ronnie and Kristen are playing with the dolphins and Sean and Corey arrive in Epcot. They're a little banged up because apparently they traveled to Florida on a cargo plane. And now Corey just has to figure out how to find Topanga in this humongous theme park, which begs the question, why doesn't he just text her and let her know that he's there, you know? Well, it's 1996, so oh, that's probably phone. why that happened. This is the first time uh, where I was wondering, what did Corey tell his parents about <laughs> uh, where he was going to be for the next couple Eric of days? Eric is covering for him. He's got the dummy. Oh, Don't right. worry. Eric's I forgot on about top the of dummy. it. Okay, <laughs> so problem solved. Yeah, and and actually, right at this moment, we see Eric back at school, and he's uh, toting the dummy around. And Feeny sees Eric stuffing the Cory dummy into the locker and gives him detention. But other than that, it really seems like the fake Cory thing is working pretty well. Yeah, the dummy stuff with Feeny is pretty funny, where he shoves him in the locker and then he gets distracted and <laughs> he tosses him and. Just saw a curly-haired boy in your locker. <laughs> like he's got this look on his face. It's so funny. But yeah, Eric really going above and beyond as a brother for this. I mean, creating the dummy and then just really committing to it. It's great stuff. Mr. Matthews, what are you doing? I just put my books away. I thought I saw you stuff your brother into your locker. <laughs> now, why would I want to go do something like that? I don't know. 
<laughs> but I clearly saw a curly-haired boy enter your locker. Why would I want a curly-haired boy in my locker? Again, I don't know. <laughs> now get him out of there. Back at Disney, Corey and Sean have waited in line for a couple of churros, which are world famous at Disney World. If you do ever make it to Disney, Jacqueline, please get yourself at least one churro. I didn't know that. And they also featured the churros in the step-by-step episode. So I guess the churros are a big deal. They are. They're a big deal. They're world famous. And uh, we see Heidi. She's at the pool. She's describing a dolphin, a female dolphin, who has been estranged from her mate and is distressed and she's not eating. It's a very sad scene in the pool. Her name is Amber, the dolphin. She was beached. They brought her there to nurse her back to health and she's refusing to eat because she's distraught at being separated from her family. Corey and Sean are about to strike some luck here because after literally 10 whole minutes of searching the entirety of Disney World, Corey declares that they have looked everywhere And the Dolphin Pavilion is the last place Topanga could possibly be. And there she is trying to get Amber the Dolphin to eat a smelt. Let's just assume that Corey knew they were going to be in Epcot, right? Which is just one of the many parks that exist in Disney World. Okay. Even if he knew to only look in Epcot for Topanga. Epcot is 253,000 square feet. Good God. I meant to look up like how big Disney World actually is because as as you're watching these episodes, they show like the monorails and there's all these different parks, which, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not super familiar with it, but I was like, man, how big is that place? It's humongous. It is literally humongous. And each park is humongous on its own. So it would take a while to find anyone. Maybe just actually impossible, but they get lucky. impossible, yeah. They stumble upon Topanga and the group right at the aquatic center. And right as Corey is kind of telling Sean, I love her. I want to get her back. I need her in my life. Here we go again. Kristen's <laughs> right behind him. And she thinks that he, what he's saying is about her. Classic mix him up. Don't practice what you're going to say to Topanga. And let Kristen sneak up on you. Just go over and talk to Topanga. But too late. And Corey once again just says nothing and lets Kristen assume he was talking to her. She says, I love you too, Corey. She kisses him again. Yep. He does nothing. He doesn't try to explain. Like, literally when this first happened, all he needed to be say was like, hey, I'm really sorry. Not interested. This is awkward, but he just does. He just freezes up and says nothing. And now Topanga, of course, sees it again, sees the kiss. Once again, she's pissed. And now Corey's very dejected. Yeah, the solution here, push Kristen into the pool. Tell her, (laughs) I don't love you. I love Topanga. (laughs) And I think problem solved, really. But he does not do that approach. In case at this point, if you're wondering... How are Corey and Sean going to make it through the night at Disney? Do they have a hotel? Do they have accommodations or someplace to stay? Well, that question is answered, my friend, in the very next scene. Yes, the boys sleep overnight on the log flume. They each have their own log and they wake up and Corey is so down in the dumps. Sean had a great night's sleep, though, and Corey's ready to pack it in. He's ready to leave, give up. Topanga is never going to take him back. And Sean kind of uses reverse psychology and tricks him into trying again. 
And now Corey's feeling a little bit refreshed, but not as refreshed as he's going to be when the log flume just turns on and they get themselves a nice little bath. You don't know about that 7 a.m. All the rides automatically <laughs> shut on at once yeah. just to do a test run. Yep, and there no no staff is there, and they're not buckled into their seats. They're just like hitting the buttons, and all the rides start powering up. Well, they get their showers that they ask for. They get all nice and soaking wet, and uh, then they're gonna go wander around Disney, and we're gonna meet some of our favorite Disney characters here. Yeah, it's time. For a montage. We get a (laughs) montage. Love a good montage. We get Corey and Sean running all over Disney looking for Topanga. They talk to the Beast. They talk to Goofy. And then I guess they somehow track Topanga down and Corey is seen in increasingly ridiculous ways of chasing her. Mm -hmm. First, he's following her in a go-kart. Then he's dressed up as, I guess, Aladdin. Yep. And then finally, he is scuba diving in a giant tank, and he's got a sign, Topanga, I'll chase you forever. Topanga's having a nice romantic dinner with Ronnie, and this is sort of the final straw for her. Yeah, that scene's funny where Topanga's kind of getting frustrated with Lips and starting to read through his plan that all he wants to do is kiss her and then kind of forget her and and he's she's sick of the chase. She doesn't want to be chased. And right as she actually says the words, I don't want to be chased out loud, in swims slash scubas Corey, <laughs> who I guess remembered his scuba lessons from Feeny from oh, the first yeah. season. I forgot about so that. So that's coming together. And he's holding a sign that says, I will chase you forever. So that was pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, Ronnie keeps trying to make a move. Topanga is fed up with the whole situation. She sees the sign. She's had enough. Now she's going to bump into Sean. I must give our listeners an explicit vest warning right now because Sean (laughs) is wearing the ugliest vest he's worn yet. And looking at it may make you physically ill. So whatever you do, proceed with caution as you're rewatching this episode, lest the vest get you. But Sean is like, oh, this one was my idea. He's just trying to show you how much he loves you. And Topanga throws a glass of water in his face. She's all fired up. She tracks Corey down and she tells him, stop chasing me. And just as he's trying to plead his case to Topanga, who should show up? Josh, tell us who it is. Who do you think it is? It's Kristen. She's everywhere. (laughs) She's also in a scuba suit. And apparently as... Corey was scuba-ing after Topanga. She was scuba-ing after Corey. Yeah, if you remember, scuba stands for scuba-duba. Scuba-duba, <laughs> yeah. You know what was also a weird callback to another episode? When Corey woke up from that nightmare in the bedroom, him and Eric, which we haven't like had a scene up in their yeah. bedroom in a while either. And Eric's like, did you have that dream about the figure skaters again? And I was like, what a weird joke, because Eric was the one that had the dream about the figure skaters in season two. Yeah. It's kind of strange. I, I bumped on that, too, and and it didn't make sense because it wasn't Corey who was having that dream. But yeah, that was a weird callback. You're right. Yeah. At any rate, uh, Kristen is there, and this is pretty much the turning point of the episode. Corey still trying to chase Topanga despite her explicitly saying stop chasing me but he thinks he's found her back at the Dolphin Pavilion but he bumps into actress Stacy Keenan instead who plays Dana on Step by Step. So this is where we get our 
quote unquote crossover. Yeah, Stacey Keenan had a great TV career for the late 80s and early 90s. 60 episodes of My Two Dads, 19 episodes of Going Places, and then 160 episodes of Step by Step, which is two more episodes than Boy Meets World aired. So Step by Step, if you're looking for a trivia question, 160 episodes, Boy Meets World 158 episodes. Wow. I wonder if the two-parter at Disney World put them that over That put the them edge. over the edge. But this is our quote-unquote crossover episode. Dana is looking pretty sad. She does have a funny line when Corey comes up. Topanga, you can't keep running away. Oh, you're not Topanga. What's a Topanga? Like I said, I rewatched the step-by-step episodes because I wanted to see if there was some like reason for this crossover or if Maybe there was a particular reason why Dana was in the underwater exhibit or if something was going on with her character that sort of was similar. But no, you know, I think they were just both filming in Disney World and they thought it would be cool for the viewers to be like, oh, man, it's Dana from Step by Step. And the episodes were airing on the same day. So it just kind of like was a funny thing for viewers that they're these characters are living in the same universe or whatever. But basically, Corey just kind of bumps into her and she starts telling Corey about Amber the dolphin and her sad story. And once uh, Dana leaves, Corey just kind of starts spilling his guts to this dolphin, right? He says he did all these things for Topanga because he didn't know how to express himself. He just wants to be with her. He thought that there were plenty of other fish in the sea. Ha ha ha. But uh, now he knows that that's not the case and she's the one and the dolphin he gives her a fish and she actually eats and the whole thing earlier was that that dolphin had been refusing food so i think it was supposed to be like oh cory actually connected with this dolphin and got her to eat and of course because this is the theme of the episode topanga is there overhearing this whole thing go down yeah she slides out from behind a pole thankfully she heard all of this because i don't know how cory would have gotten out of this pickle otherwise but She runs after him. She says she believes him and his feelings. She says it's her turn to apologize. And they perfectly kiss in front of the Disney fountains right as the lights go on and the fountains go up. Classic Boy Meets World moment. Corey and Topanga kissing in front of the Epcot fountain. It's dark. It's backlit. The fountains are going. It's a great, great visual, a great moment. And Corey and Topanga are officially back together. Together at last. Back together. Thank goodness the world is just a better place when Corey and Topanga are together. And have no fear, we are going to slightly address the fact that Corey ran away for two days and his parents didn't really know where he was. So that's <laughs> that's going to be our post credit scene. He's back home. He's facing the music for his two-day trip to Orlando. I guess after he got what he got went there for, he went back home and Topanga stayed to finish up her week in Florida. But Corey's now grounded for a month. But at least he has a nice tan. He's looking much better now than he did at the beginning of the episode. Eric is also in the hot seat for covering for Corey. But Eric claims that his parents have no evidence of his crimes. <laughs> and of course, Mr. Feeney has something different to say about this. Yeah, Feeney comes over with the Cory doll because Eric's best efforts to get rid of this doll was to bury it in Feeney's garden, (laughs) the one place he knows that Feeney actually spends time. 
Like a gardener. You're going to plant it in a gardener's garden that you know is going to get dig up. Foiled by Feeney again. It is pretty funny, though. He comes in. Eric says, you have no evidence to tie me to this messy affair. And Feeney comes in holding this like dirt covered body. And uh, uh, Eric has been implicated in the Disney cover up after all. Ellen and Amy are not mad enough. They ground Corey, but they are not mad enough at this situation. Maybe we missed the blow up and this is part two of like the come down, but they basically at, like ultimately he brought them snow domes or snow globes for each of them. And Amy kind of caves and she's like, well, I'm glad everything worked out for you, Corey. Like that's the last line she says. And she gets her snow globe back, but come on, like this is a kid. You got to ground his ass. Yeah, he did. He got grounded for a month, but they weren't mad enough. Your son slept in a log flume. He was homeless in Disney for two days. That's not okay. Not okay. They should be more mad. Yeah. Sean, who knows? His dad's probably impressed with the whole trip that he was able to pull off, honestly. Well, his uncle is the one who got them the tickets, so I'm sure Chet was given that whole situation a thumbs up. Corinne's paying it together. Eric's got... You know, his stuff going on, so we're uh we're we're good. We have one episode left Woo! in season three. This is crazy. Will Eric get into college? What will happen with Sean and his dad? I guess we'll maybe find out the answers to all these questions in the next episode. We are gonna find out the answers to both of those questions in the next episode, along with uh, how strong is Corey and Topanga's relationship, really? So Ooh. we've got some big stories to wrap up here as we finish season three. That's going to be one more episode. So next week will be the final episode of season three. That'll be followed by a special bonus Feeny podcast episode, second half of season three trivia. Please get ready to play along with that. And then we're off for a summer break. So stick with us for the next few weeks. and. Let's finish out the season strong. Yeah, super excited. I don't know about you, but I'm going to go get myself a churro. Enjoy that churro. They are, they won't be as good as the Disney ones, but best wishes to you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. FeeneyPodcast.com, at FeeneyPodcast on Instagram. Write us in. You have any good Disney stories, any good memories of watching these crossover episodes? Let us know. We'll get you on the air in the next week or two. Bye, Feeny fans. See ya. For starters, this house and school are the only two places you're going to see for the next month. A month? I got more the time I said <laughs> Morgan?